Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you're going to hear actionable and practical tips and strategies to live your absolute best life as a Christian. I want to thank you again for taking your time to listen to this podcast. And so let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. You know, sometimes we have a tendency to confuse greatness and size with significance. And it's because that the larger things seem to be great and that the sizable things seem to be important that we let their appearances fix their value for us. Christianity, however, changes the world's deceptive standard of values, often placing them in absolutely the reverse order. For instance, the little cup of water given to the thirsty becomes of great value. The weak are strong. The meek inherit the earth. He who is greatest is the servant of all. It is one of the chief missions of the child of God to pierce pretenses. We must see beyond the outside. And it's as Jesus said, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment, John 7, 24. And so look back upon your own life. It may appear to be a great success. And in fact, it probably is to some degree. But the thing is, is we live in a world of image, a world of manufactured success determined by material terms and gains. People who make a lot of money are called successful. People who are good looking, who are in good health, well-educated, who drive fine cars and wear sophisticated clothes and live in ornate homes, they're enthroned in our society as being better in some way. That is a value judgment determined by materialism. Yet, let this facade of value be stripped away, and we see the things that count the most. How quickly would we give all of our precious goods to hear healthy laughter from our children's lips? Your love for your family may sometimes be shown in the giving of things, but the love itself is spiritual and of priceless worth. It's as Proverbs 15, 17 states, Better is a dish of herbs where love is than the fattened ox and hatred with it. You see, a preacher's library can be counted but his knowledge is the only true precious asset. There is gold and an abundance of jewels, but the lips of knowledge are more precious than anything. Proverbs 20, verse 15. And so what shall a man give for his soul then? Much of the prejudice that exists in the world today is a result of faulty way of looking, not on reality, but inwardly. What if that one person that you don't get along so well with at church were suddenly struck by a car? You run to his side, you cradle his dying head in your lap, and the crowd begins to gather. What do you say? How do you talk to him? Brother, you know, I I wanted to go over how you interpret that passage again, because I think you're wrong. Hardly seems appropriate, does it? We do not see those we dislike as people like ourselves. We see them as enemies. Yet, in the context of sin and death and judgment, there are no differences. We are all men hurt desperately by sin in dire need of the blood of Christ. The little things do not really matter when we think about how overall we all have the same need. In the church, we sometimes judge value on a false scale. Brethren talk about who won a conflict in a church based on who makes the most noise or gets the last word in. Some brethren judge the value of a Christian's contribution to the church in terms of public service. Are you a preacher? Are you an elder? Are you a man? And they are perceived to be of greater worth in their contribution of more value because it's public. You see, the dissatisfaction that some men feel for their part 
is a confusion of appearance and value. The thing that may be little in our eyes is vital and necessary to others. One way to determine value is to judge its value if we did not have it. What value can we place on the life of a child that a mother controls day by day in her nurturing and admonition? What would happen if her contribution were no longer given? We have the story of Dorcas in Acts chapter 9, who died and was mourned by all the disciples. Peter had come to the upper room where she had been lovingly laid, washed and prepared for burial. The widows wept and showed Peter all the clothes that she had painstakingly sewn together by hand for the needy of those in the church. Dorcas was mourned. She was missed. Her contribution did not appear to be great in the eyes of men. But in the hearts of her brothers and sisters, her contribution of love and sacrifice was missed. You see, value has no relationship to size. Value has no relationship to bigness or greatness because it carries its own review. Thank you for listening to this podcast and sharing it with those that you love. It's my prayer that God may continue to keep you safe and healthy. And until next time, God bless.